Thanks, 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 thanks. Before I even share, I want to just, I, I'm even feeling the Lord's presence so strong. The Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost. And I just want to take a minute, just, just, let's just, let's just acknowledge him first for a minute. You know, just, just feel his presence released in here. Just acknowledge that he's here with us. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey. Oh, more, Lord. That's what it's really about, just being in his presence. Not about hearing me or anybody else, but being in Holy Ghost's presence. Shabba. Mm. There it is. Wow. There it goes. Mm. Ho. 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 Wow. Ho. Wow. I want to share just a couple of testimonies, a few testimonies that happened in school the last couple of weeks. Hasha. And what I was even there for. Um, in our night school called Transformed, I just found this out when we got back. We're, me and my wife and I, she's our, our son's championship baseball game. But uh, we had to go to Round Valley with another ministry to help just sow into the Native reservations up there. So our other two leaders ran our night school while we were gone. And, and we had Clayton and Like It A Lot, I Like It, come in. And they're teaching for a couple of weeks on, on healing prayer. And so, so Elizabeth Joy right there tells us, tells me when we get back. I said, well, how, how was class while we were gone? They said, well, it was good. It was really good, you know. And, and our students are kind of mellow at night. They're amazing ladies and one man, and they're, they're, they're really just sweet, sweet people that are hungry for the Lord. And I said, well, anything happened? And Elizabeth Joyce says, you know, my knee got healed. I had a, I, now tell the story. She wouldn't got come up here, but she said I could tell the story. That sure, you hurt your knee several years, several, a long time ago, and you have problems ever since. But that night, when they're teaching on healing, her knee got healed in the name of Jesus. Come on. Yeah, we need to celebrate that. Yeah, we need to really, really celebrate these testimonies. And I'll tell you why more in a minute. And then so, and then our, one of our leaders that was there, uh, um, I can't his name now. I'm getting drunk. Matthew, his leg grew out. Come on. While they're teaching on healing prayer, his leg grew out. Come on. <laughs> no, he's, he, was, he was in San Francisco, so he's probably burned out right now. Oh, there he is, Matthew. He's right there. Is that what happened, Matthew? Come here. I wasn't there. You tell me. Matthew's one of our nighttime leaders, one of our second-year students. Just got back from ministering in San Francisco all week. Actually, one of the um, students was praying for me, and, and we looked down, and, and it looked like my left leg was shorter. And so she says, leg, I command you to grow. And I said, well, you didn't tell which one. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, it's late at night. I had been in school all day long, so I was like, you know, kind of halfway there. And she says, all right, left leg grow out. And, like, we're watching, and my left leg goes, whoop, and I'm like. <laughs> and we were all like, <laughs> you know. And so I was like, dang, it really happened. I, mean, I was shocked, you know. Anyway. Yeah. Is that awesome? Yeah, let's celebrate that. <laughs> so this past week, I got a phone call. And Shandy, our, one of our first-year overseers, he got a phone call, too, from people we knew that knew somebody else that needed healing prayer. And they heard about our school. So the other morning, I remember it all becomes a blur after a while. We're there so long, so much. These two women we didn't know came in the other night, the other day, one ten in the morning, one ten forty five in the morning. The one girl, she has a tumor on her hip area. And I think for a couple of years now, it's not cancerous, but it's caused a lot of problems. So as a school, we began to pray, declare, and prophesy over her. And we just got a report back. Shandy called me, she got a report back. It's now the only size of a, less than a pinhead. Come on, yeah. Come on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
it's amazing. The other woman came and she has uh, cancer in the left breast. Now, we have, she goes to the doctor next week. So we're expecting a clear report for her. Yeah. Oh, Shabbat. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. It is strong. More, more, Lord. Just release, release, release. I, I want to talk about just, we need to celebrate these testimonies, guys. I, I know that healing is supposed to be commonplace in our lives. It should be a common experience in our lives every day. But we should have a common, a, just a casual attitude towards it. Whenever I see somebody heal, whether it's a migraine or breast cancer, I get excited. And I celebrate it because God just manifested in the natural. He's with us all the time. I know that. But he just manifests in the natural in a tangible form. And I get excited when Papa shows up, but I can see it physically also. And when we celebrate and share the testimonies of God, it releases faith. It releases the possibility for it to happen again for another person. And I know talking to people out here, there's many testimonies we are not sharing from this platform. Because we're scared of the microphone. We're scared to be in front of people. Well, you guys, it's not about you. It's about Jesus' thing that wants to get out. And it gives my hope. We're a family. We need to share these testimonies with each other so the, so the body of Christ gets ignited up and on fire to spread what God is doing. Before doing full-time kingdom training school, supernatural ministry, and my secular job, and a lot of you know my story, but for the ones that don't, we spent, two, as a salesperson in an office, I spent two years in revival at work as a sales manager. Revival where every day we're having signs and wonders and miracles break out. Where at the end of the, I come to work sometimes 5.30 in the morning, have five, six, seven people lined up in my office for prayer ministry and get supernaturally healed. At work, for two years, revival. Where when I left that company, 95 to 98 percent of the sales and marketing and customer service department came to the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ through signs, wonders, and miracles. <laughs> where for six months, there's a rainbow around my office through the windows. Not no other other windows, just my when people come look at it. Where people walk in the office and they step in the glory of God and just get healed without even talking to them. This was common common. This is what we get to inherit and give away. Now, I'll tell you how it worked for me. I get a, a foolish prayer years ago when I first got saved 10, 11, 12 years, 10, 11, 11 and a half years ago now. I said, God, do anything you want with me. I don't care no more. The dumbest prayer I ever did. <laughs> because I'm telling you, I know the Holy Spirit's a gentleman, but there's times he will possess you. And he will say things and do things you never thought possible because he will just come through you and the power of God will just show up. Now, for the ones that don't know my story, July 3rd, 2012, will mark the third year my son, 17, died of cancer this July. Seen many people healed from cancer, seen tumors disappear, seen eyes and ears open up. But I'm here to tell you, it didn't make me give up. It made me go deeper into God and his goodness. Because he's a good, amazing God. Yes, I had to take a step back and say, God, help me see through your heavenly eyes because I know you're a good father and you only do good things. And now I know for a fact that my son is one of those great cloud of witnesses cherishing me on. And then one of my students said, Lonnie, you don't get it yet, do you? Just the other day. Now, I'm going to mess with my theology a little bit. So I'm not a theologian. Thank you, G. I'm not against the theologians. I'm just not one. It says, Lonnie, 
your son will walk out the calling of his life. When Jesus comes back to reign for a thousand years, when he comes back to reign for a thousand years, your son's part of that reign, he will walk out what he is called to do too. Now, you can take that or not take it, but it spoke to my heart and spirit. Come on. Shabba. We need to get excited for the miracles of God and share them and release them and give them away freely. We have to in this time. We have to in this time. You know what's funny about California 10, 10, 11 years ago, 12 years ago? You can just go see spots of God in California over here, maybe in Redding, maybe in Pasadena down by Cheyenne and all them, little pockets here and there. In any given day in California, you can find God moving. Come on. Anywhere in California now, there's a fire that has been released and growing and growing and growing and growing. And he's looking for a remnant that will say, God, use me. Despite, my, despite myself, use me. Take my little bread and fish and multiply it among the masses. He wants to use everyday people like you and me to do the impossible, make the impossible possible through you, through everyday places of your life. Whoa, in the doctor's office, in the grocery store, at work, at your own home. It's funny, my wife and I were in Bethel for a little break on Easter break, and they just got back from their mission trips, and they're sharing about a bunch of crazy radical stories. And then we started praying for people, and this guy had this, I guess they call it surfer's ear. It was really painful and bad, and we prayed for the kid, and boom, it opened right up. And I'm sitting there with a bad knee. I'm thinking, what am I doing? What am I doing with this bum knee? And we prayed for my wife and I prayed for it, and boom, this knee has been bothering me for three days. I don't know what I was thinking. And the pain just left like that. Prayer should always be our first resort. Prayer is always our first resort. Me and my wife pray for each other all the time. Any little aches and pains, we pray first. And we expect to see God move and change. Now, I'm telling you from a a father that has a son in heaven, I totally, 100% believe God wants to heal and does heal today. It will continue to heal. And we haven't seen nothing yet. We're about to see the book of Acts on steroids. No, we are. Something is is ready to bust out of me so strong, I can't contain it, that God is doing something. I I don't know what it looks like, what it's going to feel like. I just got done reading. They told us the stories with the kids from Azusa Street. Now, I'm not saying we're going to have another Azusa Street. We don't need another one of those. We need the move of God that's coming and growing now. But something's about ready to bust. I, 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 I can't, cont- I, I'm just like, something inside me is like God's going to move so powerful through so many different people. And there will be in the people in the church that won't believe and people in the world that don't believe. There will be a lot of people that will believe because it's going to come through with people like you. People like you. Kids. Don't matter your age. Don't matter your skin tone, your financial background. He wants to use you to do signs, wonders, and miracles to bring kingdom of heaven to here on earth as you go. On your everyday life. Cast out demons. Shaba, we had some of those the other day. Huh, Gary? Gary blessed our school a couple weeks ago, a week ago. Shahad. Heal the sick. Raise the dead. Cleanse the leprosy off people's lives. That's you guys. That's us. That wasn't a would you go and do it. 
No, he says, as you go, this is what you get to do. I've seen a thousand or more people probably healed in my lifetime, my 11 and a half years walking with the Lord. Now, and I'll be honest with you, I've probably seen three or four or 5,000 not healed. But I'm believing there's going to be a day. And here in the United States, here in California, where hospitals will be cleared out because someone like you. Where doctors will be unemployed. And I'm not, listen, I'm sorry, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. They'll find other work. They'll come on our team. They'll be part of the team. God, the power of God is here right now. Can't you feel it? It's, you can feel the tangible presence of God right now. I feel so much fire electricity right now in this place. Shut up, Baba. So I just want to part right now. I just feel to part. I want to share for a long time because I don't have a lot to say. So, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Whoa! Hey! Hey! Oh! Hey! Sometimes, when you let God be God, that he wants to be in your life, instead of the God you want him to be in your life, you might look a little silly. You might look a little funny. But I can't do the fruit that will come out will be amazing and much. I used to be in sales meetings. Sales meetings. Eight, ten of us in in the room. And God decides to drop on me in the sales meeting. And I begin to shake and bake like a fish. But there are so many signs and wonders and miracles at work. They said, oh, there's just lying God moving on them. It became the norm to see manifestations of God's glory in the workplace. And I miss it. I miss it badly. Not to go back, but to see it everywhere in everybody's life. Because if he can make me walk me in that, then gosh, he can do it to all of us. And we're going to see that happen. I'm declaring it. I'm prophesying it. And I say it's going to be God's will that we will see stuff like that all over the United States and beyond. I am desperate for a move of God like we've never seen. I cannot just do church. I cannot just do a sign of wonder here and there. I got to see the presence of God cohabitating. His glory resting in this place. His glory so thick wherever we go, we go to the store. People just fall out because his presence is so strong. Getting up here without even touching them. Because we walk by them. That's what I'm believing for. I can't have nothing less. Or just take me home, God. This world is desperate for you. This world is hungry for you. We got to have you, God. We got to have you. This world so needs your touch, your tangible presence. They need to see you. They need to smell you. They need to embrace you. In class last Friday, Shandy, our first year overseer, is talking about impartation. And so the leaders that are there right there, we all get up and start imparting to the students. And it's like, oh, somebody opened up a bottle of wine. True. I mean, the whole room starts smelling like wine, like a burgundy or Merlot's wine. It was red for sure. And people just said, oh, my gosh, you smell wine? I started checking people's cups. Do you guys bring wine? I, I did. That's, I did. I honestly did. Is somebody drinking in here? 
that's how strong the presence of God was in class where you smelled wine. How many students, any students there that was there Friday in there? Who smelled the wine? Wave your hand. It was like wine. Like someone put a, 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 a good bottle of wine. Not two buck chuck. He's showing up. Why did he show up that way? I don't know, but we got happy. We're having feathers pop up. I don't know why. But he's coming in more and 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 more of his glory. It's his glory. And I am sorry to be so loud, but I cannot contain myself when I start talking about the goodness and the glory of God showing up. I've tasted it for a season. I need it for a life. I need it for a life. And not for my life, for the lives that are out there that have yet to meet their great papa that loves them so much. I was telling Stephen in the bathroom, I have nothing to say tonight. So I said, Papa, do something. Do something. Show something. And I felt impartation just went out by faith. Some of you would be radically changed by me yelling and screaming. That was God just coming through me, the power of God, without words of his anointing going out and, and changing somebody's DNA in here. Shabbat. I just want to release just a little more than will be done. So, Papa, I just release. By faith, whoever receives it, what you're giving away. I don't know what it is. I can't explain it. But I know it's you and it's good. To change a neighborhood, to change a family, to change a heart, to change a mind, to bring healing, to make a body whole, to give someone hope. Receive the Holy Ghost in new measure. Just say this with me. Say, Lord, I receive the Holy Ghost in new measure, without measure, to do whatever he wants to do in me and through me for the goodness of Papa God, to glorify his son, Jesus. Amen.